0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl van der and today in episode 93, I have a guest, Heather Bowen, and she's going to be telling us about a fantastic opportunity, a year-round virtual curriculum fair. Now, before I introduce you to Heather and start letting her explain what I'm talking about, I just want to tell you how I got to know Heather and why it's important for this podcast. So um, I had been working online, blogging, etc., for a while. And someone suggested I look into Facebook groups. And I'm not sure what search term I used, but I ended up in Heather's blogging group for homeschool bloggers. Uh, as a result, I took a number of her courses, I got involved in promos that she did. Pretty much I've done just about everything that she has offered since then. And one of those things was that she introduced a, um, an online homeschool conference. And I became one of the speakers But the important part was I also got to listen in to other speakers. And the speaker that really touched me was Felice Goetz, who is um, the owner of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, of which this podcast is a a part of. And because I listened to that, I decided to start this podcast. And that's why you're here today. And now you can listen to Heather, who's actually responsible indirectly for
1: this podcast. So welcome, Heather. Meryl, thank you so much for inviting me to be here today. I'm very excited to chat with you. So Heather's original website,
0: well, her main one, is called momforallseasons.com. And I'm going to have the link to this and all other um places we mention, it will all be in the podcast show notes and you can find those at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com now on her site momforallseasons.com you can find out about motherhood homemaking recipes and homeschooling so it's not just homeschooling very broad topic but that's not what i've come to talk about today however i do want heather first to just talk a little about, a bit about how she got into homeschooling and involved in all these things online
1: Sure. So we have actually, we just finished our, uh, let's see, our 10th homeschooling year. We have homeschooled our two daughters from the very beginning um, since kindergarten. And homeschooling was not something that was ever on my radar at all. Like, I did not want to homeschool. And I think I had this conversation with God numerous times. Like, I do not want to homeschool. Don't make me do this. But alas, we did. We started when both of our girls were in kindergarten. They're 11 months apart. So we have a September birthday and an October birthday. So we did just keep them together and um, it was great. I can honestly say that it was one of the best things that that I've done. And when I think back over my years of motherhood, definitely my favorite, favorite memories have been, a lot of them involved homeschooling. So I'm so thankful that we did that. Um, now uh, we just finished up, like I said, our 10th year. Um, in October of last year, our youngest daughter did decide that she had had enough with homeschooling and she wanted to branch out and uh, try public school. So um, even though she was in ninth grade in homeschooling, uh, she went into eighth grade in public school because that's where her birthday fell. So they opted to keep her with the children her age, which was fine with me. If I'm going to have a homeschool child start public school, I'd rather than start middle school than high school. Um, so she did that in October, and COVID then brought her home in March, and now she's not sure if she wants to go back to public school in the fall, or if she wants to come back homeschooling, so we're still up in the air there, so we will see, Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how we started homeschooling. I started my blog, my original homeschooling blog, just as a way to document our daily homeschooling journey and our adventure, and kind of started it as an online scrapbook, and it just grew and took off from there, and here we are 10 years later.
0: Right now, Heather's superpower is to see opportunities and then find a solution to problems that sometimes we don't even know exists and then to execute them really well. Um, I have watched her do this on numerous occasions over the years that I've been connected with her online. And of course, when COVID hit, I think many of us start to think, how can we help people? What can we do? And Heather was one of those. And she did do a quick how to homeschool uh, conference to help new new people to that. Um, and I'm actually, I'll put a link to that in the show notes too, because that is still accessible and you can point people there. But she also came up with another brilliant idea, a Facebook group. group, group and let Heather take this away and explain what would be in that Facebook group. Okay.
1: Sure, so as Meryl said, um, once COVID hit, we had all of these parents all across the world who were now suddenly homeschooling. Now, they may not be homeschooling in the way that we think of homeschooling as traditional homeschoolers, but alas, they were providing education at home to their children. So um, I I really wanted to help help these people um, in such a scary and just an uncertain time. So I put together a blog post, and it was, you know, all about how to transition to homeschooling during this time. Well, um, it it got picked up, and um, I ended up being interviewed by the Huffington Post, by the Washington Post, by NBC News, by Apple News, um, and it just sort of took on a life of its own. So from there, I I did put together a How to Homeschool Summit that was just a conference with fifty different veteran homeschooling parents to try to help these parents in this time, but. I realized that there was another um, another group of people out there who really needed our help during this time, and these were our homeschool vendors, our homeschool publishers, who had their entire conference season canceled. So many of our homeschool publishers are small, family-run publishing companies who, they depend on these in-person conferences each year to make the money to sustain them for the rest of the year. And when all of these conferences got canceled i just realized that oh my word like so many of these smaller homeschool publishers are going to go out of business unless we do something unless we band together to help them now so not only that though we had so many homeschooling parents who depend on conferences and in-person curriculum fairs to really um to get their curriculum for the next year to have their questions answered um, Things like that. So I was like, what in the world can we do? So I decided that I was going to try um, an online homeschool curriculum fair. And I was going to, um, in in my mind, I thought, well, maybe I'll get a handful of vendors to join me. I was going to give them free vendor booths in it because my goal was to help, not hinder. Um, so I thought, you know, we'll have a handful of vendors. Maybe I'll get a couple hundred attendees, you know, we'll we'll just do the best we can. The event will last, you know, maybe two weeks or something. So I put out the call for vendors and I was blown away. So this little idea that I had that might last a couple weeks with a a couple, you know, a dozen or so vendors and a couple hundred attendees morphed into this event with a hundred vendors that spanned nine weeks. And I think when we we, before we ever even launched it, we had over 2000 people waiting to get into the group. It was just all in a Facebook group. Um, and, you know, it, it just sort of evolved every day with something was something different. Um, it, I really saw that this, there was a need here. And, uh, and we were really helping a lot of people. Um, I had so many Uh, attendees tell me that they actually prefer this, the online method more so than an in-person curriculum fair. Mm -hmm. Um, And while it's, that's still not my preference. I'm very much of a face-to-face person. I do see how this can be beneficial because there's no logistics involved. You know, you don't have to plan to go and stay and, and all of that. But um, yeah, so this, this little Facebook group idea that I had sort of just morphed and, and we we were doing daily giveaways, and we were doing daily freebies, and we were doing live workshops with vendors, and so much so to the point where people started calling it a conference, but it wasn't a conference. This was never on my radar to make this into a conference. This was simply an online curriculum fair where people could go, browse the vendor booths, purchase their curriculum, have one-on-one contact with the vendors, have other contact with attendees, and do the best we could. Well, like I said, nine weeks later, we were set to to you know, the event to be over and my vendors and attendees all started coming to me like, Heather, we can't let this end. We have to find a way to keep this going. This is too good. You, you know, we've built such a huge audience. I think at the end of our nine weeks, we had across 10,000 members, 10,000 homeschooling families in this group. Wow. Um, so, so that's what we did. And um, we figured out a way to morph it into a year round online Homeschool Curriculum Fair.
0: So how did you do that? Where can we find this?
1: So you can find, well, the the one issue that we had with all of it was that the fact that when the vendor booths were in Facebook, they were their own Facebook albums. Each vendor had their own album with their products and whatnot. And they were just really hard to navigate. So when I started to think about this as an ongoing year-round event, I knew that I needed to get those vendor booths into an easier-to-navigate um, manner. And um, so we built it. The vendor booths have their own site and you can find that at homeschool Each vendor has their own vendor booth an unlimited amount of products. You can go, you can shop um, the homepage of the website each week. We have featured vendors that we list there. We have featured giveaways for each week. We have a featured sales and discount section that has dozens and dozens of specials from our vendors um that are being offered during that week uh we have a live vendor workshop schedule for each week and we have freebie corner each week where you can come and just grab some great free homeschooling resources
0: okay and uh, heather do you want to explain just how the website works if somebody's coming on and is looking for curriculum what are the, the the search opportunities that you've got there
1: Absolutely. So um, as we were building this website, I went back to the Facebook group, which I do want to mention too, that the Facebook group has not left. We still have this group. We have, I think we're like 14,500 members in this group right now. The group is still where we do giveaways each week. We still do live workshops each week. We still do freebies each week. Uh, We do Facebook parties. We do um, Facebook rooms. We do all kinds of fun stuff in this group. So the group hasn't gone anywhere. The only thing that's changed is we've taken the, um, the vendor booths off. So yes, on the new website, homeschoolcurriculumfair.com, our attendees really wanted to be able to search by grade level. They wanted to be able to search by subject. They wanted to be able to search by homeschooling method, and they also wanted to be able to search by worldview. So we listened and that is exactly what we have. So if you go to the website, you can search by all of those terms, but not only that, say you have a child that is in third grade and you want to look for third grade, science from a secular worldview. You can check all those boxes and the website search results will show you all of the materials we have that m- that match your search category of third grade science from a secular worldview. We have over 5,000 products loaded into the site right now and that is growing each day.
0: Right, I must say I would have loved this to have been around when I was homeschooling because the logistics just never allowed me to go to any of the big curriculum fairs. The local one in the town where I am was never really good, and I always wanted to go to the North Carolina one, but it just never happened and This is just a fantastic way because you do get to actually see many of the the vendors will actually show you um, their products through videos or lives etc. Um, the other thing I just wanted to mention is that the vendors are a mixture of ones that you know about and ones you 've never heard about. Um, which is exciting. So I was a a sunlight parent. That's what I did with my kids. Sunlight is there. And so is um, whoever does the one-year novel. I've forgotten who they are. I use the one-year novel, um, adventure novel. So a lot of the things that I used were there. Um, And so you will find many well-known names. But at the same time, there are a lot of people who I didn't know about. And there are definitely many products that I would love to have used with my children because you can see... The quality you get to see the people who are creating it, you know, through um, their interaction in the Facebook group and in the vendor booth.
1: Right. Um, I I totally agree with you. I feel like what we have done by taking out, you know, so many of your smaller publishers uh, can't afford the overhead to go and to set up at these um, in-person homeschool curriculum fairs. So I feel like we've really leveled the playing field there. Nothing warms my heart more than to be in the um, the Facebook group and hear attendees you know, talk about this great program that they just bought that they had never even heard of mm. before this curriculum fair.
0: I know. I mean, I'm one of those vendors who, if I went to these fairs, I've, I've ummed and odd about how to spend my advertising budget each year. And if I went, I would have spent the whole lot in one go. And I wasn't sure that was the best way to use my money. So I never did it. And, um, you know, I basically just did all the things you offered Heather <laughs> because it made more sense to me. And this way I can, for a reasonable amount of money, actually be able to connect with people who might be a great fit for our program. And uh, I know from a vendor I appreciate it and I can see how much the attendees and the cool thing is you can attend whenever you want at whatever time you want. Um, and there's just there's never ending activity in the Facebook group. Um, as Heather said, there's just giveaways and parties and things happening all the time, which is really fun. Well, Heather, thank you so much for coming and speaking to us. Please go and check it out. You won't be sorry. Um, and come to our Facebook group. Remember, we have a group, the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. I'd love to hear which new vendors you find there and uh, what you've gems you found. Come and share with us so that the other listeners can try them out too. Well, thank you again, Heather. Thank you. Thank you, you for having It was great me. having you. And everybody else, I'll see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandemurva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.